Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business. <laughs> and friends, don't let friends feed kibble. Well, hello. How are you, Dr. Andy, dog mom? What does your hat say? Oh, what does it say? It says, hold, hold my hand while I pat this dog. Hold my drink, actually. But oh, does it say hold my drink? I even have my glasses on. Hold my drink. There you go. I don't drink anymore. So I guess it would be my water. But there, there you go. Hold my structured water. Yes, it's all structured, people. Hold my structured water. Did you see that Analemma has a whole house one now? Yes. What is it? A decent price price point too. What was it? Twenty five hundred. I think it was only like eighteen. Oh, was it nice? And they took payments. It was amazing. <laughs> I need to. I, I need to get a whole house. Fil- it does not filter. It just structures. So I need a whole house filter, and then we'll structure it. So, so if you guys, the things. Yes, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a Ella Al Analemma Analemma wands Analemma wands. It's how we structure our water. From a very practical standpoint, you get more information, you're more grounded. Uh, the cancer cells, if they need to slough off, maybe they don't gel up and cause a tumor. I mean, there's so much about it. And you guys should go out and take a look. Water is so important. I mean, how, how much of the body is water? And and Didi explained that very nice. I like it because I pee less, which means it tells me, yeah, that my body is actually using the water more instead of just passing it through. And I do structure all my animals' water too. We, I do too. My dogs absolutely get the structure of water. So here, here's what I do. I have the big five-gallon Eldorado waters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have them too. And that wand will extend. You've seen it, right, Dr. Andy? Did you know no. this? Well, no. You have to turn it and take it yeah. out. Okay, look. If it's like this, yeah. take it, take it out. Turn uh-huh. it around, screw the two solid ends, and it makes a wand that's this long. Son of a gun. Yeah. Okay. So now I can take those five-gallon jugs, put my wand in there, and I do the five-gallon, okay? Yeah. And then I take the five-gallon and I pour them in my glass jugs that I keep for my coffee, for my dogs, for myself, and I don't have to keep... Doing that's the, what I keep doing is I keep wanding everything. Yeah. So if you have the big, just take your okay. wand and turn it around. Isn't that cool? You learned something new today. I did. I learned and something And actually, new today. You just I saved didn't know me it, so much time. I didn't know it either until our son said, oh, yeah, did you see this? Because we got everybody those for Christmas, right? And I was like, what? That's so cool. All right. I'm on it. Yeah. Very cool. Ooh. Very cool. Um, all right. So. We what were we saying before I said about the one? Oh, yet yeah, that you pee less. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't judged my. I haven't noticed. Oh, I have. I no. I haven't noticed, but I'm going to start watching that now. 
uh, I wanted to ask you about, you were talking to me about sometimes when you adjust a dog, they may vomit. Mm -hmm. Why would that be? Why, why is that because like all the blood's like rushing in or all the good stuff's rushing in or what is it? It might be more that we just released a lot of the toxins that were being held by the body Ooh. in the joints or in the muscles, um, just to release the toxins. And it happens very infrequently, folks. Um, generally, it's first time clients. Um, there'll be a vomit or two. Um, a lot of times people are like, you gave them too many cookies. And I'm like, mm, we'll go with that. But no, that's not what actually happened. <laughs> and Andy and Dr. Andy doesn't really give cookies. They're not milk bones. Not. She They're just not. calls things. She calls things by certain things. And so sometimes I have to clarify this for you guys because they're I not do. really cookies. I do do this. No, they're not. They're, they're treats. They're dried meat. They're simply dried meat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we don't, so we don't not mess cookies. around on our They're going to be like, well, Dr. Andy said I could give a cookie. Did she? I don't think she did. I don't think that's what she meant. All right. Go ahead. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, yes, I am. Anywho. And sometimes we'll even get a little loose stool after oh. again, the toxins. Um, I tell people if you get one, all right, that was me. Um, again, it's usually new clients, but not always. If it's a regular client that maybe had a trauma and was in for their follow-up appointment, um, I just had a boxer come in. He got off schedule. Um, he was supposed to be in in two months. It's now four months. He has a, a very large Great Dane puppy he plays with. This is a senior boxer. And she's like, he threw up twice yesterday. I'm like, yeah, sorry. That was probably me. Um, but if it continues beyond that, it's not chiropractic. If the diarrhea is continuing beyond that one, that's not me. Something else is going on. It's usually just the so one it was or two. After they came in. That's mm -hmm. what you're saying. Yeah. After they yeah, came in. He was in. in in the morning and then she texted me this morning about, yeah, the next appointment will work. And by the way, he did this. She wasn't concerned about it. She kind of figured that's what it was. Um, and I don't know what other stress was going on in his family life because I only the nanny brings them I actually don't even talk to the pet parents oh okie doke I know well that's good that they're sending him over though yes they're sending him over so we've worked out a schedule where he at least gets in so why is he coming in what's going on um well a is a boxer <laughs> there's certain breeds that that's just like the, the number one reason they come in um he's had one TPLO and then what and he's 11 ish now which is pretty senior for a boxer period yeah yeah um, and what brought I had seen him periodically through pretty much his entire life here and there um, but he's now on a regular schedule because they got a great Dane puppy that is playing very rough with him and so what brought him in the end of last year was neck pain oh yeah. And so we got that cleared up where we're, we're kind of in just a management phase because we're not going to change the other dog's behavior. I guess he does like to, I haven't seen it. I should ask for a video. I guess he likes to drag him around by his neck. Oh my, the great yeah. Dane he, he puppy does. Yeah. That is funny. Mm -hmm. That is and so, the, and the boxer's not correcting him. So we just you manage know, it on the other end. You know, uh, I wonder Dr. Andy, if you should have a big, sign in your office like 
you know, right as people walk in, you've got the adjustment bed. If you, you shouldn't have a big sign back there that said, is your dog fat? Or this is this, the, your dog, if your dog doesn't look like this, it's fat. I actually have a chart where it shows. The chart's actually amazing. You should like put that up because I mean, it seems kind of counterintuitive if dogs are overweight, right? They're coming in for an adjustment and they're overweight. I mean, it could be such a great benefit, right? Uh, Do you need a, do you need a, uh, a um, nutritional consult is your dog holding weight or you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like that really is hard on the joints when the dogs are overweight, even if you've got four legs. Yes, it is. It's the same as us. I mean, different and same, right? Excess weight. It takes a lot to move around. Um, If you want to, I'm like, Hey, if you want to keep coming in here and getting adjustments, I'm not going to stop you. But you could put your money somewhere else, change the composition of your dog, lose some pounds, and you may not even have to come in and see me that often. Well, I'm not going to agree to that because I think what you do is incredibly Yes, but the younger dogs, if you're at a great weight and out there moving and grooving, they don't need to be in my office as much. I don't know. I'm okay okay with that. We're we're opening up the channels. Yes, you, you are correct. You are correct. Um, but if I can get any money funneled over to a better diet, that is my priority, even as a chiropractor. You got to do both. And if you can do both, do both, mm-hmm. right? I think that all of these different holistic modalities combined together is very powerful. Structuring the water, putting them on a species appropriate diet, in the processed food out, adjusting the body so that all the meridians can speak and flow and do what they need to do. And I think about this too, that if you, you know, let's say you have a a back that's out of whack, right? Well, something else is going to go out of whack because they're going to compensate in another area. And if you continue to do that for long periods of time, I mean, can't we do some real damage to the body? Oh, absolutely. All those, the spinal cord runs down the spinal column, right? And all the nerves come out of there. That's not just nerves to the muscles, that's nerves to the organ. So if we have something that is pinching that, impinging that, you're not a lot, you know, you have a really tight lumbar spine, which is the low back, you're going to affect the kidneys and the bladder, the colon, the intestines. You have um, the way they're built with their scapulas and their thoracic spine, their mid back. Um, if that's not moving like it should, and the rib cage is stuck because they play rough and tumble at the dog park, that's going to long-term affect the nurse to the heart. And, and so, yeah, you have in the neck, the most obvious organ up there is the thyroid. Um, uh, laryngeal paralysis. How much is not adjusting the neck, um, wearing collars, wearing harnesses, whatever tool you want to. I don't want to go down that road this morning. Um and but the restriction in the cervical spine maybe that is contributing to the pharyngeal paralysis that we see in the senior dogs um my poodle who was adjusted his entire life never had an issue with that do i have enough documentation for that or or notice of that no but it's possible yeah you know it'd be curious if if a dog 
was consistently having, let's just say UTIs. Now, I think that's a lot of food uh, issues, obviously, right? You can't get the uric acid or you've got the high carbs or you've got too many oxalates or, or whatever it is. Yes. But it would be interesting if you put them on a species of diet and you adjusted them to see if that would totally alleviate it. Right. Because you were just talking about because all of it's connected, the bladder, the liver, the kidney, the heart. And I so wish, Dr. Andy, that we had a full on, a full on holistic clinic. Right. Yes. Where let's say your dog um, was diagnosed with cancer. All right. So you bring that pet in, you get them on a species appropriate diet. You start doing adjustments, uh, maybe do ozone mistletoe, uh, you get them on uh, some great uh, mushrooms, different things like you structure their water. It would be so interesting if you could get that done, get that that entire protocol done. Yeah, we don't have that currently here where we're at, um, but I did have a dog with osteosarcoma um, of the distal, I believe, of the um, radius. So one of the front legs. Okay. And that's what he did. He did that protocol. He was already on a species appropriate diet. So that was all that was in place. And she was working with Dr. Jasek and the mistletoe and the ozone and, and mom's goal was to keep him comfortable, which I think is a great goal when you're mm-hmm. dealing with osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer. Sorry, folks, bone cancer. And that dog, and he came in for adjustments. He came in about weekly. And did I adjust that bone? No, we we didn't touch that, but we touched everything around him, made sure all the compensation was working because he was limping and he was a great Dane. He was a big boy. Whoa. He was so happy for, I think about five months. And then he had a couple bad days and then he passed away on his own. Oh, and it was just the sweetest thing. And I have not seen that with conventional osteosarc treatments. They're not comfortable. They they don't feel good. They're doing chemo. There's lots of visits to the vet. It's very stressful. Um, you know, so did he necessarily live any longer? No, but was he comfortable and having a damn good time? Yeah. And I think that's, that's paramount, honestly, and in, in, in my world, that's paramount. And it was yeah. sweet to him to just he handled it all on his own. And I always call that a gift. I'm a, I'm a weird person. That's a gift when they, they go out on their own terms. So can you make sense of, of putting poison in the body to heal the body from cancer? No, it's nonsensical. It kills everything. I I have a really hard time trying to make sense of that. And and that is the people's protocol. We see uh, my husband's sister going through that right now. So we were talking to her yesterday. She was feeling good and alive and energy. But they said, you got to, you know, start back on your chemo treatments. And she's feeling horrible. horrible. But what I hear from people is the medicine must be working because I'm feeling horrible. And I'm thinking, well, it depends on your definition of working. Yeah. It's killing everything your gut biome, all the good cells and all the bad cells. Absolutely. No, it's working. I, I, I'd, I'd much more go with what can we do to support the body instead of break it down. But that's just me. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, uh, I mean, I would not do chemo with my dog. It's very, still very prevalent out there, mm -hmm. right? But again, new chemo drugs all the time and they're making, you know, those medical advancements and all of that. And there's no way it's a hard line on, there's no way. And then there's the perpetrated, I think, lie that, oh, it doesn't bother the animals as much as it bothers the people. Yeah, just because animals can't talk and they're so stoic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's crap. But yeah, I just perpetuated. I I cannot. I well, I don't want that um, to make sense if it doesn't. It's not like I'm trying to convince myself that that makes sense. It's sort of like, how does poison uh, create health? Mm -hmm. Well, silly you, you're going for health. They're oh. just going to keep you alive. That's, oh. they, that's their target. They don't want you healthy. They just want you alive. Oh, okay. I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get Same it. With your animal. Same with your animals. Oh, they're alive. We did our job. You know, they feel crummy, diarrhea. They can't eat their favorite foods. They can't go on their favorite walks. But hey, they're alive. All right. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. So we know that cancer is systemic, right? It means it's a whole body system and it just shows up in certain places. Let's say like a front leg. All right. You have a tripod. Mm -hmm. Why do you have a tripod? He was a puppy and he jumped out of somebody's arm and broke his leg. So that's not a cancer situation. No, he did not have an illness of any kind. He okay. Too young and too much cartilage to get it set. Okay. Like in a is, cast. Okay. So this little guy, your little guy, he, he, all he knows is three legs, basically. Yes. yes okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So different, different situation. Okay. Different situation. All right. But we see a lot of tripods out there because they've had a hermangiosarcoma of some kind, maybe, or some kind of cancer in the leg. Mm -hmm. They take the leg. Mm -hmm. Some of these dogs do live years. I personally not have not met one of those. Okay. I, but I have a very small group, small numbers, right? Yeah. Small group. It's, it's not what I specialize in, right? I, I, I do chiropractic. Um, but I personally have not met, met any of those, but I do, they do exist. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in the medical field. Uh, like you guys are. So you're saying you don't really see them. What do you see when, let's say, a cancer shows up in a leg? They take the leg. What do we see or you see? What I have seen over 20 years, still a small sample, is with or without amputation, you have about six months with an osteo bone cancer, osteosarc, soft tissue cancer. You have wow. Six months. Mm. I don't know if it, yeah. Okay. Because see, this has always been my question. If for any cancer, mm -hmm. if it's systemic, that means it's all through the body, right? It, 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 and if you listen to Dr. Thomas Cowan, they asked him, what would you do if Fluffy or his cats got cancer, right? And they're, they're barn cats, they're outdoor cats. He feeds raw, um, I, I, he feeds a lot of our different blends. They really love the whole rabbit. Um, but he has said to them, uh, I would be looking around what's in the food, 
water? Is there anything toxic in the barn? Um, he doesn't do any pharmaceuticals, anything like that. He doesn't take them to the vet and get them shots and all that kind of stuff. So that's out of the question. But he said it is, you know, I would be looking around the environment. Are there any EMFs out there? Are there anything like that? Which is a very different approach than most pet parents take. But I've always wondered if it's systemic and it has to do with the whole body system, does it make any sense to take out a part of the body in hopes that you're going to stave off cancer? And in conventional medicine, veterinary medicine, they take a chest x-ray. This is their reasoning. They take a chest x-ray. They want to see if there's any nodules in there, any growths in there. And if the chest x-ray is clear, they tell the owner, oh, it'd be a good idea to take the leg. It hasn't spread. I think that is a load of garbage. Sphincter news. Yes. Now, if they phrased it as it, we don't see anything in the lungs. So it has a, it's there. I'm sorry, folks. It's already there. It's just not collected enough to see on the x-ray. Now, if they explain that to people and you have a better chance of having more time with your animal, if you amputate, that would be different. But they literally present it to people as, oh, it's not in the lungs yet. We should take the leg. We can keep it from spreading. That's it, it's it's junk news. It's not accurate. It's everywhere already. Now it's not as advanced, but they don't have those conversations with people, and and that breaks my heart. Well, I don't think anybody that has cancer has that conversation going on, or it doesn't appear to me that that is the case. Now, if you go to these alternative treatments, like you can go over to in the human side, right? Which is what I wish we had on the, on the dog side. Unfortunately, I feel like alternative medicine is few and getting fewer and far between. It seems to be backsliding in, in, at least around in our area or in vet. I, I don't understand what's going on, honestly. Well, I think they're getting hit by, uh, the regulatory agencies. I think they're getting threatened. I, I think they get hassled. I think that they're beating their heads against the wall because as pet parents, you right, you do need a conventional vet that can do surgeries. Mm-hmm. They, 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 we do need yeah. that, right? We do. Absolutely. Surgeries. But then if you have a holistic vet and you've got those two, you know, sometimes it depends. Do you have the energy to keep fighting that fight? And that's, it's a, that's a real it's a thing. Lot of energy. It is. It's a real thing. It's a lot of energy. I do think veterinarians are looking at it and they're seeing what they're doing. Maybe not really helping these animals they're seeing. I mean, these are educated people. They have to see that they keep stuff's just not working here or making them sicker. They have to see it, but they're working in these big clinics. They have numbers to hit. They want to, they have to put food on their table. They have children to take care of, to step over a line and and do more holistic stuff. It may not be reasonable for them. And I get that. It's just a really weird spot in history we are. 
It is a weird spot because you've got, when you really look at a lot of the vets, they will uh, totally poo-poo any of the holistic stuff. I mean, it's totally, I mean, you know, you're in the chiropractic world, Mm -hmm. right? And it's just medication, medication, medication. And we don't look at the body in pets or the body in people as this fantastical thing <laughs> that can yeah. knows how to heal itself, yeah. right? If we support yeah. it and and do what it needs to do. I'm not saying that um, at this stage in our lives that cancer, all cancer could be healed in a certain way because we've not seen that yet. Uh but but I think that you have more of a chance if you stop putting toxins in your body and your dog's body for long periods of time. At some point, the body just is like, damn, mm-hmm. no can do, Babalu. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it it is very curious uh, because I do you have any idea how much it costs to like go in and do a cancer surgery to take a leg off or something like that for a dog? thousands at this point. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you about the, the, uh, I, I hear from customers all the time where a certain surgery, you know, like this, um, perineal hernia, that was, that was going to be a $10,000 surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So these surgeries are very, very expensive. Um, so we don't want to get to that point, but I do think that, before you decide to take a leg off, to do chemo, um, to do any of these things that might not be beneficial, I would talk to Dr. Andy, get another opinion. Because certainly, yeah, you said, okay, I only see a small portion of people, but you've got a control group there, right? You know what you've heard, you know what you've seen. I mean, you've been a vet for a vet. I'm sorry. You've been a chiropractor. Sorry. I didn't mean to insult you. You've been a, (laughs) oh, I'm terrible. You are terrible. I'm so terrible. I'm not a veterinarian folks. (laughs) No, she's not a veterinarian, but, and and, you know, and I say that uh, from a very frustrated standpoint, Mm -hmm. Dr. Andy. Yeah, I do too. I get very frustrated. Right. Because they just keep pushing that, that Mm -hmm. toxic thing. And that, and we just keep seeing sick pets. So, you know, um, we will give them the respect for the surgeries that they do. Right. But to do a lot of diagnostics, it's helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, but yeah, but giving you a whole encompassing look at things they're not very good at. Right. Right. No, they can't be, they can't, they can't. They can't, they can't. So it's up to us and you are going to get pushback, whether that's on chemo treatments, whether that's taking a leg off, whether that's feeding raw, whether that's on vaccines, whether it's it's flea tick or heartworm, don't expect it to be easy. I don't see it getting easier, Dr. Andy. No, no. And as you said on a previous podcast, or I don't know if it was this podcast when you were talking about Neely that you had to call Neely in order to talk you off the ledge. I think oh, that yeah. was our last podcast yeah, um, was. about uh, 
going to antibiotics. We, you need to have a team folks. And, and we did a podcast about that, you know, not too long ago mm-hmm. where you have people that you can call. And whether that is you set up a consultation with Dr. Andy before you jump off the ledge and do something, um, or you give us a call or whatever, you need to have a team. And I think that um, we have a great team here. Dr. Andy, you've got Neely, you've got Dr. Jasek. I'm not saying that those services are going to be free because, you know, you, you see patients, right? But what is a, a you know a couple of hundred dollars or whatever versus tens of thousands of dollars tens of thousands yeah right or whatever that that number is and and you want to have a team that you can bounce this information off of you know dr andy what do you think um here's here's what's happening uh what have you seen what do you you know get somebody else's perspective on it that's in the business but outside of the box and I think everybody on our team does what we say we do with our own animals and, and, and can hold your hand and support you and give you other ideas and a different perspective. And, and you've got to get clear on what you are willing or not willing to do with your animal. Well, even us, I mean, we, there are animals, there are babies, and we understand that mm-hmm. sort of knee jerk reaction and thinking, well, maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm not right about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not thinking clear. So you've got to get to somebody else who's yeah. not emotionally connected to your pet so they can help you think clearly. Yeah. Now, whether you decide to go down the conventional path or not is your decision, yeah. right? And thank God that we have that stance, that you still have a choice. So anyway, get over to uh, animalmagiccare.com, animalmagiccare.com, where you can get a uh, consultation with Dr. Andy. She can talk to you about body work. She can talk to you about diet and how those correlate to one another. Get over to her YouTube live. Those are on Tuesday nights, every Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, YouTube, Dr. Andy's World. Make sure that you get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Well, your pet's health is our business and friends. Yeah, don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.